I set myself up like that where I would pick two of the biggest ones instead of two like more reasonable size dicks. I'd be like, give me that foot long and that fucking BB stick. Let's, <laughs> let's see what happens. This is Melody Kush. This is Lana Del Bay. What's the weirdest place that you've had sex? I gotta know. Oh my god, yeah, that. Get on your knees. Like, oh wow, like that's really how it is in the cam world? I really like it. Sex tales. Hey there, sex squad. Thanks for joining us today for a new episode of Sex Tales. I'm Lana Del Bay, a full-time chatterbait cam model, content creator, and your internet girlfriend. Hey, what's up? I'm Mel Kush, and I am an OG Chatterbait cam model, content creator, and professional masturbator. And today's guest I am so excited about. They have amassed over 400 credits in the adult industry. They are a vixen angel, a cherry pimp's cherry. They've taken home a suitcase full of ex-biz trophies just this past month. Today, we have someone who deserves an award for best smile. We have Anna Fox. Thank you for joining us. Yay! That was so cute. (laughs) (laughs) You honestly are such an impressive performer. You, I mean, I've been watching your career blossom over the years, and I'm so happy that you're getting the recognition you absolutely deserve and have worked very hard for. Um, Recently at X3, you took home the win for all-girl sex scene, best VR scene, and best all-girl movie of the year. Yeah. Wow. How does it feel to have that, you know, respect behind you from your fans, but also the adult industry? Honestly, I feel like these awards um, mean more because we all kind of come here to like fucking suck dick. But the fact that I could be a part of like the best women movies and like please pussy just kind of hits closer to home for me because I really love women. So it was it, it like tickled me pink to get this award for pussy (laughs) I actually remember that like you got up on stage and you were like I got a reward for eating pussy you were so hyped on it and I was just like this is the best thing ever (laughs) yeah I feel like it's a challenge to suck dick and we conquer it real fast and I'm like well you know that's that's kind of like standard but once you get a pussy going it's just like I feel like I, I got like a cool scout award you know <laughs> like achievement unlocked. achievement yeah i got like a grammy <laughs> oh that's wonderful <laughs> but it's so true though having a vagina yourself you know how hard it is to make it work so making somebody else's vagina work pure gold yes yeah. <laughs> you also pussy. oh yes <laughs> definitely <laughs> You also had a billboard at the X3 Expo. What was that like? Did you go and take a selfie with your selfie? That must have been so cool to like have a huge billboard of yourself in LA. It was really exciting. I had to stop myself from going every day to take a selfie with my billboard. (laughs) But it was really fun to go and see it and stop traffic. And people were like, is that you? And I was like, hell yeah. So, you know, it was pretty cool. I I, uh, never really thought that I would get a billboard of myself. And if I did, I didn't think it would be on Sunset above Guitar Center. So I just kind of like, was like, that's fucking dope. So, you know, I just, I keep doing this, you know, like dudes at ball games do this when they win. So I'm just winning. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I mean, honestly, I think we've all at some point in our lives dreamed of being, you know, on a billboard and like, to do it for porn, like that's like high five. That's it's even just cooler. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. And like 
you just recently won an award for uh, the best VR scene. And I know that VR scenes are really intricate, let's say, to shoot. We spoke to uh, one of our guests, Casey Kisses, who has performed in VR. And if you can maybe shed some light, like what's it like shooting, like performing, staying wet, making sure you look good on camera? Like, uh, like what is it like? The VR scene that won was four of us women and the one guy. So when I got the booking for it, I was just like, how the fuck are we going to do this? Because you guys have to stay really close and like, it's like, a, it's like a camaraderie you have to build in the scene and you guys got to be really buddy, buddy about it. Like all your faces have to be on the same level and the same length and you guys got to have the same energy. And I was just lucky that all of us really were like pumped and we were like really helpful with like sharing the dick, like your turn, no, your turn, let me move your hair. Oh, your lip gloss, you need some more. Like it was a very loving VR scene when normally I kind of uh, loathe doing VR because it's a lot of work on yourself. Like you don't have the partner to engage with. So you gotta be way more creative. You gotta talk the whole time and keep on moving and like no one's smacking your ass. So you gotta do it yourself, you know, it's just, a <laughs> It's a lot of work. So it was pretty cool to share share that scene with all the other women and that we all did it together. That that scene felt like we were all like a raft together and floating in the ocean. Aw, <laughs> that's right. It was cute. <laughs> teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work sort of yes. <laughs> there was a lot of teamwork. <laughs> uh, so as well as being a star in front of the camera, you've also started to produce. Can you tell us a bit about the difference between those two things? And like, do you feel like your time in front of the camera gives you a little bit of an advantage now that you're behind the camera? Is there like a secret to making people look great on cam that you found? I think my time behind the camera definitely helps with my time in... Wait, wait, my time in front of the camera... <laughs> Definitely helps with my time behind the camera because I know what situations made me feel comfortable or uncomfortable. So I just try to bring the best to anybody that's going to be in front of my camera or a camera with me. And I think creating content is a little bit easier than producing people to fuck for a company. Um, um, when I'm not in it, it's it's a little harder to connect and you have to be very specific with what you're expectations are and like what the level of comfort is what you're expecting just just everything um so i feel a little bit more uh insane um producing but it's it's a lot more rewarding because i i don't know I, i've always felt like fucking is my calling so fucking seems easy to me but to get other people c to convince them to come fuck for me or fuck in front of me is like another <laughs> another thing but I think they like my dimples because they're they're coming, <laughs> they're coming. In. So <laughs> so far, it's been it's been a pleasure, um, and I just kind of just want to make sure that everyone looks like a fucking orgasm. So if I can achieve that, then I feel like I did a good job. <laughs> yeah, and that everyone you know has a good time, but also it must be just rewarding getting that vision executed yeah. to your satisfaction. I mean, to, to get to that end, it just must be the biggest payoff. It's like one giant cum shot. Yeah. You know? like I feel like you can <laughs> relate with the camming, you know, like when you get your whole setup and the lights right, the outfit, hair, makeup, when it all comes together, you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> And 
on the topic of content creation, you are a founding creator for the newly launched um, Playboy Centerfold website. Yeah. And congratulations there. What was it like? What was it like to work with such an iconic brand? Oh, and man. we know that Cardi B is involved. Tell me, tell me you got some content coming with Cardi B. <laughs> I would love to say that I have content coming with Cardi B, but so far I just met her and she's so freaking cute. She's like a poly pocket. Like maybe I'm like large, but she's a tiny, a tiny little petite lady that's just covered in glitter and I love glitter. Um so I think like maybe in the future, Playboy and Cardi, since she's also a founding creator, will probably have something coming together. But she's such a boss, you know. So keeping my fingers crossed that she puts me in a thong soon. Um just hoping. Um, but Playboy is really freaking awesome. Um their their creativity is limitless, so it's just pretty cool to be one of the founding creators of the platform and be able to put my ideas into them and then listen to me and be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Amazing. It's really cool that like, I can say like I work there. <laughs> Absolutely. That's super incredible. Turning, Thanks, turning back time a little bit. I heard that one of your first scenes, you actually like squirted on cam. Um <laughs> And me and Mel talk about this all the time about how like overwhelming the first time that you squirt is. It's such a crazy experience. So that must have been wild to do that. Like, was that the first time that you'd ever squirted was just on camera on a set? Like, tell us about that experience. If you don't mind sharing the story. I don't mind. Um, I actually think that it was my first time having an orgasm all together on set. And um, I had done a little bit of camming, but I wasn't really like channeling that like horny like i'm a fuck myself goddess you know that you you're like you know what fuck this fuck reading i'm fucking you know i wasn't really into it like i should have been and this one particular day my scene partner had changed and um it switched to uh my now favorite person johnny castle and i had seen him before and i was just like wow i've never fucked someone so buff i wonder what that would be like um, and he was just like super sweet and super, you know, just a gentleman. And then we were in the scene and I'm like, oh, well, it's going, it's going, it's moving along nicely. And there was something about, um, being on top that he was so buff. He could just like pick me up and just wriggle me around. However the fuck, you know, to like get that gasm out of me. And I just remember like starting to squirt while I was coming and I like, Broke character and everything, stared dead at the camera. I was like, do you see this, bro? Like, bro. <laughs> I was like, looked at them, looked at him, looked at them, and they're like. <laughs> Just keep it rolling. Bye. <laughs> I continued to do it. Like, it happened, like, a few times in the scene, and I was just like. I felt like such a hypocrite because before then, you know, like you have the checklist, you're like, do you swear? And I was like, no, I don't do that. You come now, barely. <laughs> 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 I was in such a like convinced mood that who cares that he's buff? I fucked handsome people before. <laughs> <laughs> Had the most squirting as juiciest orgasm ever and it threw me off and now I'm about that life. Like <laughs> yes. it just takes one time, right? <laughs> But I have a question. I, have a question. Like, I like feel like a creep. Like, hey, do you have more dick for me, sir? Can I just get another one? <laughs> Oliver Twist? <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> <laughs> you 
checklist yeah. and how, you know, squirting, I can understand why, but they need to know or would like to know if you're somebody who comes on set, is that just for um, longevity purposes while you're shooting or why, why would they ask well, that? Well, you know, in the beginning of my career, I used to not come just because I didn't understand how to make myself come. And I think I, my brain was like in a hundred places at once. So I just wasn't here, wasn't present to be able to come. But now when I go on set, I feel like that little purple devil emoji where I'm like, oh, I'm busting a nut right there, right there, right there, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel that a lot, like when I'm on cam and people are like, oh, are you actually come? And I'm like, the only person that you're robbing when you fake an orgasm is yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't fake orgasms. It's it's painful for everybody, but mostly for you. Gosh, yeah. Yeah, I used <laughs> to try to fake them and I feel like they looked ingenuine and I would like watch my porn back and be like, what the fuck? Is that fake? What are you doing? You look stupid. Uh, uh, I would be like, boo. <laughs> I'm very proud of the fact that I, I, I don't think I've ever, like, even in my personal life, I can probably count the number of times I've faked oh. on one hand. Like, I've got a clit so big, you can't miss it. Super sensitive. Like, if I'm not coming, it's because there's a problem. <laughs> so I consider myself very lucky, and I'm sure my fans appreciate I'm proud that of as you. Well. <laughs> That's pretty good. And, <laughs> and early in your career, um, we were talking about how early in your career, you once said, for me, every time I step in front of a camera, I'm doing something I've never yeah. done before. So now that you are where you're at today, have you done it all? What is there left to do? Uh, where is Anna going? I feel like now I have no idea what is something. Well, there are things I haven't done. Like I haven't done... Um, double penetration uh I guess in a one hole at a time because some girls can do double badge and double anal <sighs> no <laughs> some of these dicks are like fucking <laughs> they're so big already I'm like another one uh, that might be <laughs> but you can make suggestions right you can be like well these yeah, two maybe there are certain two but like the the ones that like turn me on for anal they're all big so I I would purposely like I, I set myself up like that where I would pick two of the biggest ones instead of two like more reasonable size dicks I'd be like give me that foot long and that fucking BB steak and let's let's see what happens um so I think <laughs> I, I don't know I've done orgies gangbangs blow bangs a b c d f uh I <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can you break that down for us? A, B, C, D, F? Is uh, that a thing? No, it's just like from A. Oh, you're just going from through a whole outfit. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just a lot. Uh, I've, I've fucked a lot of people. But, like, a lot, but not a lot. Because, you know, this, the porn community is small. Um, I feel like I've just fucked them all, like, together. <laughs> just yeah, one big orgy. I, I think orgies are my favorite thing to do because it's really fun to like look over at your friend getting fucked and like over there and then like you're sharing shit over here it's just really like thanksgiving um <laughs> so i'm not really sure what what else i can do i mean i suppose i could do like one of those like a hundred dude thingies but i i smoke a lot of weed so you know i just don't have that much energy <laughs> <laughs> 
I got like maybe like seven dicks total. Like not, a, I'm not, I'm not interested in a hundred dicks. <laughs> right. You're like seven dicks is a, it's pretty good. That's, that, yeah, that's pretty right, good. That's just a semi, not a whole train, you know, yeah, run a yeah. semi. I think I've done enough, enough of the sex spectrum to be like a master fucker. I don't know. <laughs> I've earned my black belt. <laughs> Do you have questions about sex? Well, we have the answers on Camming Life. From how to deal with jealousy to how to give a good blowjob, Camming Life covers it all. And we're bringing you fun and sexy answers brought to you by the sex birds, cam models. So come check out Camming Life on YouTube today and improve your sex game. I was actually curious about that. You're talking about like double penetration and everything. Most performers start out doing or start out not doing anal and then kind of like work into that to get that cash grab or I guess like ass grab. Um, but you seem to not really follow that trajectory. Was there a reason for that? Or did you just not realize that that was kind of how the industry worked? Um, when I started uh, my first four years, I didn't do anal just because... I was so new to just having sex, really. Like, not not sex, not sex, but it was like flat. Like, I wanted to bust a nut. I wanted like a Fabio book to like open up in my face. You know, like I wanted like sex, you know? <laughs> so like porn was a lot of new sex for me. And then like the topic of anal was just like, uh-uh. It was like, absolutely no. Um, and then once I started doing it, I just thought it was really fun. So I wanted to continue fucking with anal um so it just kind of went from like it pandora's box is open <laughs> and it's like a part of my life now um where i never where it, it's really funny to watch my earlier interviews where i'm like oh i'm never nope mm -mm, anal what's that i can't spell it and now i'm like what's my favorite word but sex <laughs> so are you still You're performing in anal scenes no, or have I you retired I, I do anal scenes. Oh, I produce a lot of anal content for, you know, whatever website that will take it. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll perform for anyone from Adriano to, I don't even know who else does butt fucking, but I, I'll butt fuck anyone, <laughs> for anyone. <laughs> Put that on your dating profile. Butt I'll butt fuck anyone. <laughs> butt fucks for fun. <laughs> And I mean, you've done a lot of anal scenes, but you're also a great actress, like just your regular actress. And you've done some parody scenes. And uh, more recently we have Captain Marvel and a Deadpool parody. So is the superhero parody thing was something you were interested in? Is it the, just performing in parodies or was it just a fun um, project to I jump in on? I think anytime someone like Axel asks you to perform in a parody, even if you're not a fan of comics or anything that you're just like fuck yeah what the hell like i don't think i ever saw deadpool don't kill me i never saw deadpool <laughs> before i performed in the porno so my first introduction to deadpool was the porn and i was like this guy's like a funny ass spider-man <laughs> <laughs> so the parodies are all really fun um a lot of my earlier parodies kind of like really excited me to be in like um i was in Star Wars, no, no, not Star Wars, uh, Star Trek, Triple X. And my parents are really big fans of Star Trek. So it was like, look, mom! <laughs> so excited. I love it. <laughs> I was so excited to be in some of them just because the movies they're attached to are really cool. And I was like, wow, oh, that's cool. 
We all wonder, <laughs> like, how would they fuck anyway? So it's kind of cool to be those characters that you wonder, did she fuck Captain Kirk? Yes, she did. Yeah, like, do you actually put yourself into the mindset of the character you're playing in the parody to think, how would that person fuck? Like, do you go through yeah. that, that actor? I think so, like, even if it's a parody or just, like, a simple, like, different character you're playing, like a stepmom or something, you kind of, like, put your head in the... You get in the, the zone of the character and you're like, how do stepmoms... <laughs> <laughs> how does that mom fuck you know like how does this character or how would they fuck and like it's kind of hard trying to draw the line between the character and how I would fuck because sometimes I'm like man like I've played a few like virgins or something like that where this person like doesn't really like fuck like I would so I've been like damn it can't she be a slut virgin though like no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know those slutty virgins, there's a ton of them porn. <laughs> so we touched on this a little bit earlier. You said that you used to not come when you first started. Do you feel like now that you are like, I guess, fully comfortable and just like very into like your full on career, do you feel like every single time you go on set, you come or is it just kind of a hit and miss thing with like different partners? Um, now it's definitely my goal. Like the only reason I might not come nowadays is because something, the elements, like for instance, I was on a set where it, it had just rained in LA and the, the temperature was like 30, 40 degrees, which is rare. Um, and we were on set and they're like, you got two dicks today. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I have frost coming out of my mouth. So at that point, my, my <laughs> thought wasn't really to come. It was just to keep my pussy wet. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, pussy. You know, just trying to like stay warm and fuck. So there's some times where I might not come, but nowadays I'm just so horny and like, so happy to fuck and there's so many hot people like these guys got abs and like nice nipples and stuff so i'm probably i'm probably gonna come <laughs> and at least in a in a cold room like that like your nipples are on point if you need a little bit of heat down there you get them to the like i don't know it about does. you but that's something that turns it me does. on like crazy like just, it's, it's nice <laughs> like yeah it is nice and like talking about things that turn you on what is it on set that, I mean, you've mentioned like muscles and nice bodies mm -hmm. and stuff like that occasionally. Do you feel like there's anything else that like, not that's necessary, but something else that really gets you going when you get on set, you're like, Ooh, most of oh, the it's going to be a good day. You know, I feel like I'm just horny period for like when, when I know that there's a dick, I'm just like, as long as it's hard, I'm ready to go. Cause I got, I got tricks, <laughs> you know, like I got my Bring little techniques and I'm even more excited if it's somebody I haven't worked with because I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like I'm going to play it cool. <laughs> and then I'm going to sneak in with my little, my little attack moves that he's not going to know what hit him. But, um, I think women really, really uh, turn me on a lot more than men because there's something about like, you get to connect more with a woman in a scene. Like you're staring at each other in the eyes, you're like sniffing, you're like touching the whole body. Like there's a little bit more of a detachment when doing boy girl scenes than there are from doing girl girls. So I dive into them girl girl scenes. I'm like, girl, we are gonna play fucking rock, paper, scissors and you're gonna get all up and... <laughs> Just, it's really fun to just like smush bodies and like 
just explore the body more. You get to explore more with the girl. With a guy, you're like, okay, five minute BJ, five minute this, five minute that, and we're done. And nut on my face, you know. <laughs> with a girl, you're just free to do whatever. <laughs> so you you talk about like uh, seeing what tricks they have, or you you having like tricks that you're like, oh, I'm gonna rock their world with this one. They don't even know what's coming. Has anybody ever done that to you? Where you're just like, whoa, like. Oh my gosh, I've never experienced this. Yes. Holy moly, like yes. let's write home about this. Every time it happens to me, I'm always surprised. And it's never the people I expect. Like it'll be um people that I might underestimate where I'm like, hmm, this guy seems tired today. <laughs> I'm not expecting him to do much, but he's like, I was just charging, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Off his hair and I'm like, oh. you know, the, the, there's there's certain performers like I think um, I worked with uh, Charlotte Stokely and she's I feel like she's not like girl girl performer of the year for no reason like she the way she just goes in there I was just like taking notes I was like wow oh my god and then she did this like <laughs> like you really want to send postcards to all your friends and be like this is where it's at come here <laughs> <laughs> and you talk a lot about um you know yeah. loving women on on screen are you yes. bi in your 100%. personal life I've always loved women ever since whenever you can remember women <laughs> but women have always been beautiful always been gorgeous always been a part of my life and I think um porn was just an avenue for me to explore all the sexualities that I wanted to do whether if it was having an orgasm with a man or trying to have sex with a woman like I could do everything that I wanted to do with within my reason and then I could graduate from things like on my own time so it's kind of like like sex college if you will <laughs> I'm in like boys and girls yeah. 101 <laughs> uh being on set is always always fun I'm sure what are your must-haves for having an amazing day on set like lube music snacks like what makes I a great like, day on set um key essentials to have on set is definitely some music. I love baby wipes. I feel like I had never used so many baby wipes in my life, but I will go through like a half a pack in a day. Um, lube, water. I'm a perfume person. Um, and sometimes like perfumes, like a little bit too much. So I'll use like scented water, like rose water or something, but I need like a fragrance. Like, I feel like uh, all these wet wipe companies, they should be sponsoring like adult events. Like, I feel like, I, I mean, this is just untapped here. I feel <laughs> cause there's nothing, there's nothing worse than being on set and having like a dirty foot or something like that. Feet. You know, like you always like your feet constantly, you got to baby wipe them feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> And uh, on the topic of warming up on set, do you have any, do you ever warm yourself up before a scene? Like, is there any sex toys on set that like help you get into it? Or is it just more like the organic chemistry that gets you there? <laughs> there was one time a guy on set was like, do you need to warm up? And I was like, I, I'm so like literal that I was like stretching. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, you got to stretch. Right. Like, um, 
But um, no, I think the only time I had considered warming up is like trying to do like anal things. But quite honestly, it's not necessary that I think I don't think that's just me. It's not necessary for me. I kind of prefer the organic um, just doing it in front of the camera unless it's something extreme like uh like Hard X or like Adriano where they're just like a rock song where it's just like from the start you're like oh <laughs> those ones you should probably stretch but everyone yeah. else like <laughs> yeah yeah S- stretch in every sense of the word right like just stretch a little bit everywhere <laughs> and do you use sex toys in your personal life and if you do do you do I you have do I do like I feel like every every woman has an hatachi, a Hitachi I feel like we all have one and then um there's so many n- n- different names for this new one that that we that I found like womanizer or a little puffer sucker thingy, but that shit I underestimated it because I was using it wrong. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, details. You're using so this is those um, satisfiers. Those are the, the little clit vacuums, right? Okay, so these things I have like a, the first version of one of these from a million years ago, and it is intense. And I think we were talking to another cam model about this and that's their go-to. I, I, it blows my mind that this is the go-to for some people. It is so crazy intense for me. I can't even imagine what the new ones are like. And this is one of your favorites. It's oh, so I think, I think I tried one in the beginning and it was too intense and maybe I just need to read the directions. Cause I just think I know what I'm doing since I'm like expert <laughs> but um the new one's like a little less intense so it's okay it's a little calmer it's like a calmer hitachi for me so i kind of feel like i'm like on a on a nice like coast so talking about um sex toys that you prefer i have to ask if you still masturbate to porn or if you ever have and if you do, have you ever gotten off to one of your own scenes? Um, I am more like proud of my own scenes where I'm like, yeah, like reminiscing kind of thing. I do still watch porn, but I will watch um, like not anybody that I know. Like I feel like now it's like, yeah, it, it's really be hard. hard. You have to <laughs> type in like just very general things like just dick, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> nothing else <laughs> if you type in anything else all your friends are gonna pop up so just dude dick that's it and <laughs> just a hand and that's it that's that anonymous yeah anonymous, that, that's, that's anonymous the only thing dick. i can watch because if it's anybody that i know i kind of start like looking at it i'm like wow they're doing good they're really doing good wow i should do you know what I don't know what she's doing right there, but I should do that. Let's take some notes. I should call her. Let me call her. Let me Zoom her. <laughs> Let her know what she's doing. Well, also being a producer, you must have to do some sort of research to a certain extent. If it's a performer you might be oh, less God. familiar with, you might want to get to know their, their, their fucking style before you start directing them to know how hard your job is going to be. Oh, right? yeah. I feel like that's important on both sides just to like research whoever you're going to work with, whether if you're going to work with them or direct them you should just know what they're doing or what they're about because you can't expect somebody that does um let's say like gonzo for instance to be comfortable with like a full-on feature that they've never done so it's it's just good to know where people are comfortable and what they do so you're not taking them out of their element unless they're willing to do that like you know of course you can communicate like would you like to do some cool shit but you know it's good to put people where they where they thrive you know Totally. 
And, you know, you're on a billboard, check. And you are a fleshlight girl, check. I know so many people that would love to be in that position. What was it like creating one of those? Like, what was the process like? I think the fleshlight um, process was the most impressive process because I had, I had, I didn't know really how much um, that they put into it. Like they really had like a computer scan my holes and like it uploaded on a computer and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> whoa, that's so cool. I felt like a 2000 movie, you know, like Matrix movie. It was really cool. Um, and then like seeing it come out and like playing with it and like having my friends look at it and be like, oh my God, bitch, that's you. Like, <laughs> it's pretty cool to like be recognized internationally with your vagina. It's pretty cool. <laughs> they did their homework. No kidding. <laughs> that sounds so interesting and cool. Like very uh, 3D printer-esque with the scanning and everything. Yeah, they, they put the plaster on it and then they 3D like scanned it. And I was just like, I'm glad I put rouge on my pussy that day before they did it. So I was ready to go. <laughs> yeah, how do you prepare for something like that? It's like, uh. it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so you are obviously known for your pussy, but you were also on a reality TV show called Hip Hop Atlanta or Love and Hip Hop yes, Atlanta. Love and Hip-Hop. Atlanta? <laughs> Um, what was that like? Was that cool being on a reality show just because it's so different from what you normally do? I know you were there with uh, Mary Moody. What was that like working with her? Um, just tell us a bit um, about the experience. <laughs> I think it's really cool because I watched the show before I was on it. So I was kind of like, oh my God, what's going to happen? But, <laughs> but the whole day was really, really chill and it was kind of more similar to um like i guess like a regular porn shoot where you have like your your pretty girls and your you know like your this and that that is scheduled out so where where it's produced and i'm what i'm watching i thought it was way more dramatic but when i was behind the scenes on the show i was like oh they're not doing (laughs) it's nothing like that (laughs) they're not doing any of that stuff so it was a lot calmer and then I had to channel in my my inner, um, what is that? Like, uh, you know, the talk that they do when there is just one person in a square and they're like, okay, so I got in a fight. <laughs> yeah, I had to get into my dear diary the mode. Monologue, the inner they monologue. they didn't know how to do it. They're like, more hands. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> so it was, it was more comfortable, like just being there and then when they interviewed me and I was like this square I was like I don't I'm just here this one time I don't know these people I don't know <laughs> I didn't know what to say because it had nothing to do with porn <laughs> so everything that I thought to answer was like do it I'm not here to suck dick so that you know I can't say that <laughs> I was really mute I was just kind of shy I was like, <laughs> that's so true of reality <laughs> shows though where like the what you see is like this really dramatic representation of all these people arguing all the time. And then when you're actually there, it's like, now we just like sit around and like drink juice boxes. Like nobody cares. They were chilling, having lattes. No one was beefing. And I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. I was not ready for this. (laughs) 
You also think about like, let's say if you invited them on a porn reality show, how quickly and quiet, how quickly quiet they would get, you know? <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. I was like, wow, I judged them just like if they were on a porn and they're like expecting everybody to get blowjobs and none of that's happening. It was like the reverse. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> So switching gears a bit, you are the most awarded Black performer in the entire adult industry. Um, congratulations Thank on that. You. That is truly incredible. Um, yeah. Um, can you tell us a bit about what it was like breaking into the industry as a Black woman? Um, I remember when I started in porn, my first event was um, Urban X, and I believe it was 2010. And I hadn't started yet, but I remember being there and like a, a guy interviewed me and he's like, what are you here for? What are you going to do if you're getting to porn? And I was like, well, it'd be cool if I won an award. And he started laughing and he's like, black girls don't get awards. And I was just like, what? So I wow. think like I, I, I have a lot of brothers and I'm very like competitive. And I think like that, I was like, you know what? I'm signing it up to suck dick next week and watch <laughs> watch me win so it's it made me really competitive and it's it's an honor to have um that title but on the other side it's like bittersweet where there's other women that I think are fucking phenomenal and like I just have seven awards so it's kind of crazy that like Skin Diamond or Naomi Banks or Jada Fire like haven't had like 50 awards you know it's it's crazy that like the the number one awarded black female has seven when other women might win seven awards in a night, it took me 10 years to get seven awards. So it's kind of, it's dope, but it's like, ah, oh, damn, yay. Damn. Yeah. Right, there's still so much work yeah, to do 100%. within that. But I'm very happy, very happy to have the title because I feel like I've been one of the most outspoken women in the industry, just period. Like I fucking, oh, don't you do nothing? No, I'm gonna catch you. <laughs> I'm not afraid to speak up on topics online. So I'm very kind of happy to have the torch and help anybody out with anything that they need, you know? <laughs> and that's amazing. And I mean, we need, you know, those, those pioneers who aren't afraid to tell it like it is. And do you feel like the industry is making changes in the right direction? Or what more do you feel that directors and producers could do to, you know, make it more inclusive either because of race or because of gender as well? Ooh, um, I do feel like we are, you know, making steps in the right direction. Like there's so many awesome producers, like Casey Calvert's one of my favorites where she incorporates everything, everything you could think of. Um, but I think um, more directors and companies could start by simply apologizing for, and, and like just acknowledging that there have been, discrepancies in race and gender and you know just just acknowledging that it, that it exists and that they can do better um just to make it more inclusive because it definitely hurts that some companies seriously only focus on like one age group or one race when all of us are making money so there's no way you can tell like this girl like she can't sell because she's this size or this color or this weight because we're all making money so just trying to be more inclusive and not closing the door, just open more doors would just give everybody more of a, a fair chance to have a seat at the table. You know, it shouldn't just be, we shouldn't see the same people. Oh gosh, I'm so tired of seeing the same people like stir it up, shake it up. There's so many people underneath the rug that have been killing it and throwing it back on dicks since whenever, and they deserve 
some glitter, man. You know, I just want to spread out more glitter. <laughs> I need a new porn. Yeah, Anna needs some new porn to watch. It's not like covered in all of her friends here. So let's make her some more porn. <laughs> Interestingly, though, do you feel like, um, do you feel like companies that focus on like, like blacked raw or blacked, do you feel like companies that focus on just black performers, do you feel like that's positive for the industry? Or do you feel like that's kind of a little bit like going backwards? Do you feel like it's a positive thing or a negative thing? Um, I feel like it's positive in one way for a lot of black male performers because they're being highlighted in, in awesome ways that they're not just a black thug or whatever titles that they give them. Like they're being seen more as humans instead of just BBC. Um, but I think it's going backwards in where a company like Blacked can only include black men and not really black women. Um, you know, um, so it just, it's just kind of weird to me. <laughs> it's not very inclusive um, because they only focus on the interracial aspect of porn when there's so many, if you like interracial for what it is, two races, then there's so many other matchups you can do. You can do a white woman and a black man, a, a white man and a black woman, a Hispanic woman and a Asian man. Like you can do so many other races. It doesn't have to continue to perpetuate that one stereotype. So it would be wise of them to use their platform to break that, but they're stuck in that. So gotta look at other companies that do not <laughs> focus on that maybe you know as a as now producing do you feel like you're going to start working in those angles and bring more inclusivity to the porn that you're producing out into the world to show people that that is possible a hundred percent when I produce um race is never a factor into me picking who I work with or who works with each other they just happen to be who they happen to be. So it's never been like just only black women or white men or whatever. I just pick people that seem like they want to hump each other to hump each other. <laughs> if you <laughs> like each other. <laughs> Sounds like some pretty good criteria. Yeah. It's a good bottom line, right? Um, so I just have one more question for you uh, that we asked all of our guests. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, I like this question because I feel like I used to answer it with like a bunch of bullshit, but <laughs> like, oh, go to college. Um, <laughs> but um, I guess the advice <laughs> I'd give my younger self is to just believe in yourself. Like you're going to be a bad bitch. You're always a bad bitch, no matter what other people say or how they make you feel you're always a bad bitch and nothing can stop that. Not even yourself because it's you, you're a baddie. Just continue being a baddie, continue believing in yourself, do whatever you want to do and don't apologize for it. And if you forget how to do that, listen to a Rihanna album and you'll be good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> solid advice, solid advice. <laughs> Have you exhausted all your porn categories? Join me and thousands of other hotties over on chatterbait.com. It's free, easy to use, and no credit card required. You can take your favorite model for a one-on-one -on -one private show. You can spy on a show, or even just join one of thousands of live webcams every single day. There's something for everybody over on chatterbait.com. See you there.
are you ready to play a game with us? <gasps> yes, let's do it. I got two hands. Yes, you do. So we're going to ask you to put them up. All 10 fingers in the air. We'll see how many fingers are left at the end of this game. We're going to play a little game of Never Have I Ever. So what you're going to do is you're going to put a finger down every time you've done one of these things. Now, some of these questions you've already answered, but we're going to ask you anyways. Never have I ever sent a dirty text to the wrong person. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unfortunately, it happens more often than it should. Oh, totally <laughs> <not> that. <laughs> All right, and never have I ever slept with someone whose name I don't know. No, I usually, wait, wait, no, I mean, damn, I, I'm going to have to put that finger down because I definitely didn't look up some of my talent's name and just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, never have I ever joined the Mile High Club? Ah, ah, I didn't do that. You have yet to find someone who has, I think. I mean, I know these people exist, but we're going to find one. That's what she said. <laughs> it's the achievement factor, right? It's not about how uncomfortable it is. It's like you did it. I would get caught. Like, if I went up there with the people that would do it with me, we would get caught. <laughs> throw one off the plane right in the middle. Um. All right. Never have I ever dropped my phone in the toilet. I should put my f several fingers down for that yeah. one. <laughs> No, I've done that a lot. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> All right, this one may know the answer, but let's hear it out of your mouth. Never have I ever had an orgy with five or more people. All of her fingers are down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never have I ever dated more than one person at once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen. I'm not. I'm not going to even say the dates because right. it's a lifestyle. You know, <laughs> fist on here. You're not doing very good at this game here, Anna. <laughs> All right, here we go. Never have I ever slept with someone twice my age. Yeah, I dated someone twice my age. That was seasoned dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never have I ever hooked up with someone that I just met within the first 24 hours. Aside from work. And we should specify talent. Yeah, talent yeah, doesn't count. Work doesn't count. Okay, okay. That that fixes things. I was like, damn, that's so confusing. <laughs> okay. Talent, <laughs> talent, no. Uh, outside of talent, no. Because I'd be giving them the who, what, when, where, why. <laughs> yes. All right. Never have I ever worn lingerie as clothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, we all do that. <laughs> I think that's like half of lingerie shopping. Be like, oh, this is a really nice top. Oh, wait, this is lingerie. <laughs> yeah, especially in the summertime. Um, they're, no, yeah, I'm just wearing underwear nonstop outside. All right. So wait, stay cool. Uh, so last one. Um, never have I ever given someone a fake number. Oh, yeah. I think it's really fun, but I, I've got caught a lot because they're like, okay, let me call you. And I'm like, no, look. Out of here! <laughs> <laughs> like as you're standing there, you're like, "No, sorry, my phone's actually <laughs> broken right now." Uh <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they always catch me when I'm trying to give them a fake number. They're always like, "Hmm, 
It's like one yeah. number off from like the rest of the delivery store across the street or something. It's like, At least I didn't lose the game. I got two fingers left. So two fingers. Hey, good job. Really <laughs> <laughs> right. You just got to join that mile high club and you got to have sex with some sus ass dick and then you'll be good. Maybe you can hit both of those on the same day. I think you could probably do that on the same day. People at the airport be kind yeah. of interesting, you know. Like, where are you from? As long as you keep your mask on, it's fine. Hello, hello, Mr. Pilot. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today, Anna. This has been so much fun. You are a joy to talk to. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Would you like to tell everybody where they can find you and follow you? Yes, you guys can follow me on Twitter at ANAFLXXX or on Instagram at Foxy underscore Scorpio. <laughs> and uh, if you type those things in anywhere else, you can find the smut of me. That, that's, that's pretty good. Just Anna Fox. Look me up. There's things. <laughs> right. It is not hard to find this, this beautiful woman on the internet. So go follow her, guys. Um... Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this wonderful episode of Sex Tales. See you next time, Sex Squad. Hey, Sex Squad. Remember to spank that like button and subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash camminglife. And make sure to subscribe to Sex Tales wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs>